Welcome to Pop Culture on the Rocks. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Pop Culture on the Rocks. My name is Anna, and as always, I'm here with a fantastic Callan. How are you doing? Fantastic. Oh, good. <laughs> Glad to hear it. I'm pulling that adjective that you have for me. That's and good. Really adopting it. Yeah. I feel like yes. I need like a thesaurus or something. <laughs> <laughs> While I'm here, because you know, it's like, man, sometimes I, I listen back and I'm like, I use the same words over and over again. It's like, I, I need to broaden my vocabulary. No, I understand that you don't realize when you're just talking normally, how often you use the same words like to describe something. Yeah. Yeah, definitely having this podcast and then listening back is like, oh, wow, I need to like <laughs> add in some new phrases, some new yes. thoughts. <laughs> but it's it's a work in progress it is we all are a work in progress so it all works out wow so true <laughs> thank you <laughs> well do you have a special beverage for our episode today i guess it's a little special because it's new mm -hmm. for me and the podcast of course so i was doing some grocery shopping i was over in that you know cooler section seeing what new items i could find mm -hmm. i saw a pack for drum roll please another hard seltzer whoa i love it i know i feel like i'm getting into your territory with the <laughs> seltzer but come on in it's i i'm willing to share thank you <laughs> but the reason i bought it was because it's a little different than the other seltzer I've seen. Now, for anyone who may be new or hasn't listened to every episode, we've mentioned a few times throughout the course of this podcast that we enjoy hard seltzer, but we truthfully do not fully understand what it is. <laughs> yes, we're very transparent. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be open. And still, no one has educated us. So until they tell us, I'm still going to be ignorant about it because I'm <laughs> not going to take the time to look it up myself. So obviously, we know seltzer, what that is, but mm -hmm. like the part that they do to make it alcoholic... I'm, I'm really unsure. This one makes a little more sense to me, but I'm still confused. So anyway, <laughs> the brand is called Cacti, which is fun. Okay. You know, cactus. Mm -hmm. So that caught my eye because it's an agave spiked mm. cider. Or cider, LOL. <laughs> That's my normal thing. <laughs> an agave spiked seltzer. Yeah. So obviously I'm a little more familiar with agave. This particular one is 150 calories. It has less than a gram of added sugar, which is pretty good. Mm -hmm. So this is water, cold fermented cane sugar, natural flavors. So who knows what that <laughs> is. Agave syrup, lime juice from concentrate, citric acid, and malted rice. So that hmm. makes a little more sense to me, but... Who knows um, <laughs> what I'm drinking, but it's 100% premium blue agave from Mexico. I got like a variety pack. Mm -hmm. And so the other day I had strawberry. I'll probably drink it on here at some point. And tonight I'm having the pineapple. Ooh. I will say so far, I like the strawberry better than the pineapple. It has a stronger overall flavor than like a white claw or something else to me. Okay. Mm -hmm. I guess that would have to do with the agave. So... It might not be for everybody, but I enjoyed it. Like I said, the strawberry is really good. Um, and the pineapple. <laughs> I 
don't know what word I just said. I think I was blending some other words. <laughs> the pineapple is pretty good too. So yeah, I think there's a lime one and maybe something else. So stay tuned, but yeah, pretty good. And just a little different than your normal. Yeah, I was about to say that it sound good and something different than the countless seltzers that have come out <laughs> within the last year. Yeah, exactly. I, I just noticed this is Anheuser-Busch is oh. the brand hmm. that was like really buried on the can. Oh, I'm so. sure they try to bury that <laughs> real quick. Here I am thinking I'm buying like some craft, you know, seltzer <laughs> and it's fine. But yeah, interesting. So it's probably everywhere if it's them then. Yeah, maybe so. Add it to the list. <laughs> we need a. we really do need like an Excel sheet with like all the I names know. and brands and rankings mm-hmm. and get like really analytical here. I don't know. Maybe we should put out a listing for like an, an intern. <laughs> 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 to make us a spreadsheet, among other things, help us really track the important stuff. That's a great <laughs> idea. We need the help. <laughs> yeah. Let us know if y'all are interested. <laughs> it will be unpaid. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> this is a volunteer position. <laughs> well, I'm having a new drink as well. As I said before, I'm trying to branch out and try some new tequila recipes. So I actually tried making a tequila sunrise. Ooh, fancy. Yeah. Have you ever had one? I don't think I ever have actually. Fantastic. So I basically looked up like (laughs) easy tequila recipes, (laughs) like for beginners, all those kinds of things. And it was very easy. Mine is not as pretty as I would like. So I think I may make it again next week and try to make it look prettier and take a picture and show everybody. But it's just tequila, orange juice, and grenadine, which I did. I did buy some of that last time I was at the store. I've seen it in several recipes and I'm like, I feel like I would like this. Mm -hmm. And so far, so good. So I made it a little stronger. Yes. Use up that tequila. It's true. (laughs) It's true. So Steven came in to help me get set up and everything and I was like yeah I made this new drink I don't really know (laughs) I said something along the lines of I think my ratios are off and he smelled it and he's like yes they are That's how you know, yeah. But that's okay. You know, it'll help me wind down a little bit. Exactly. <laughs> I'm excited. It It's good. It hits all of the, like, fruity notes for me. Kind of like I talked about with the, the screwdriver. I feel like tequila has a better taste. So mm-hmm. I don't mind tasting, like, you know what I mean? Like, you can actually taste mm-hmm. it in some of these beverages, which is kind of nice. Yeah. I like the taste, yeah. Yeah. So... I'm learning. We'll see. I love it. <laughs> we're we're growing our cocktail repertoire. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about this. Isn't grenadine just a sweetener? Yes. I need to look on the packaging because I read that some people said it's like cherry and some people said it's like pomegranate. Oh, okay. I don't really know, but it tastes good. <laughs> I feel like I've heard cherry because I'm pretty sure that's what they put like in a Shirley Temple. Yeah, that makes sense. That's that's kind of what I've heard. You know, it gives some of those drinks that red flavor or <laughs> red flavor. <laughs> red dye number five. The red Gatorade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the blue Gatorade. The red. <laughs> the red Doritos. Blue Doritos. Yes. What you like. <laughs> yep. <laughs> 
yeah, no, that's, so it's good. that sounds good. I guess it's kind of like a screwdriver, but with tequila mm-hmm. and then grenadine. Yeah. So I guess that's the only similarity is the orange juice, but yes. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So far, so good. I'm liking it. That's all that matters. You put as much tequila in there as you want. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Well, have you been watching anything recently? Yeah, it's funny the timing because it wasn't really planned, but it worked out this way that in a recent episode, you talked about a catfish episode Mm -hmm. that you uh, watched with a former Big Brother star. It's a very entertaining story, whether you know him or not, so definitely go listen. Somehow, like here at the house, we started watching Catfish. I don't remember what inspired (laughs) this. Yeah. But we've started watching it like my roommates and I are just super into it. Like I said, years ago, I had seen a random episode like on MTV. And then, of course, you had told me about this episode, but I had not, you know, sat down to watch it. But all the seasons are on Hulu. So we started watching it and I've probably seen like, I mean, probably 10 or 15 episodes at this point. Yeah. And I have not been disappointed yet. Like, every single episode is entertaining. I might have to talk about some of them in the future because, That would be great. So, (laughs) some of them are wild. And we found this list on some article of, like, the top 15 craziest catfish episodes of all time. Oh, that sounds good. Yes. I recommend everyone going through that list because we started at the top and... I'll give you a teaser that the craziest one is this guy who truly believes he is talking to Katy Perry. Oh. (laughs) Yes. I think I've seen three now where the person thinks they're talking to a celebrity, which is like, to me, on the next level of (laughs) camp. Right. Last night I watched one, my jaw dropped. Like, that's a good there's sign. some shocking things. Yeah. <laughs> like, I laugh out loud. Just so, some of the things these people say or believe, or like the situations they get in, or when you see who the person really is. I mean, sometimes it's sad, sometimes it's funny, but it is always entertaining. <laughs> that's what we need. Good to know. Yeah. I feel like back in the day, I never, again, I never watched Catfish back in the day. But I did watch a lot of the, like, random TLCC shows, and it's just like, oof, oof. So, (laughs) I feel like a show like that, like you're talking about the really extreme cases, it's like, you know. Yeah. I'm doing okay. (laughs) I feel like the show that I'm about to talk about is probably the opposite of Catfish. (laughs) Oh, okay. I finished season two of Tough as Nails. Oh, yay. I mean, the season's not very long. It was uh, maybe eight or 10 episodes. I'm not really sure. But it was very entertaining, very good. The second season was a little different from the first season, but had a lot of similarities. And I feel like they improved on some aspects of the show. That's good. And the cast, again, was great. I mean, I found it hard to find someone not to root for, (laughs) if you know what I mean. Yeah. Sometimes on these reality competitions, it's like, wow, I feel like I'm rooting against some people. And I -hmm. I don't feel like I really have that on this show because it's just so different than like other shows. I feel like the people who are on this tough as nails they're not on there to like try to be an actor or like be an influencer not that anything out of those things are bad but like I feel like especially on like big brother for example there are some people Mm -hmm. that you just like 
they either got recruited or you feel like they're only on here because they want screen time and hope Mm -hmm. that they will like get a ton of followers or something. So it's just a very different environment and it's kind of refreshing just because it feels like these are average people who just want to make a living, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which you think every reality show would be like that, but it's kind of not. (laughs) Not anymore, no. Yeah, so I highly recommend it. It's very lighthearted show very family friendly and it actually got renewed for two more seasons so that's oh, encouraging love that Bill's awesome. still keeping it strong yeah even though I'm ready for him to get back on the amazing race but he'll make money until then which is good keeps him busy that's fine he's got stuff going on yeah he very much has a lot going on especially with this show because it's like he is in the weeds with all of it him and his wife if you're looking for more content like i talked about on probably the education episode that i did rob sesternino's podcast he comes on every week for a recap episode and kind of gives you like some background information which was kind of interesting because the second season was filmed i think in like november or december of this past year so obviously right in the middle and it was in california so right in the middle of this you know, the words we use every day, pandemic, COVID, whatever you want to say. Literally never was in my vocabulary. And now I use that (laughs) word every day, at least once. So it was interesting, like hearing him kind of talk about how production really changed and how the cast kind of had to navigate all of that. And there are a couple, I won't give anything away, but there are a couple instances in the show where it's kind of like, oh, it's a different circumstance than what would happen in a normal TV show setting outside of, mm-hmm. you know, a very highly contagious disease. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> right. So that was kind of interesting. But yeah, last I did uh, listen to a recap episode of the finale and Phil said he, you know, announced that they were renewed for season three and season four, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And they are filming season three this summer. They are casting for the show for the new season. So if you're interested in doing that, then go for it because sounds yeah. like it's a blast mm-hmm. and you get to meet Phil. <sighs> like very tempting but I'm not in a trade so I feel like I can't really contribute (laughs) (laughs) but we'll support you if you get on the show yes please let us know if you apply we will definitely hype you up for sure yes (laughs) but very excited about that yeah if you're looking for yet again another show to watch it's a good one I am thrilled that it's been so successful even though I haven't watched it yet I'm very supportive (laughs) we're here for Phil everything he does he's like our third co-host that (laughs) just never makes an appearance (laughs) just from everything you've told me it sounds like a very positive show to have on TV right now yeah yeah I appreciate that I've never left the episode in a worse mood Yeah. If that makes sense. Because I feel like there's so many shows where like either something bad really happens or somebody leaves that I really like or something like that. Yeah. And with that show, like I've talked about, no one gets voted out and sent home. So everybody Mm -hmm. is there from start to finish. Unless, of course, there are other circumstances, you know, where they have to Mm -hmm. leave for whatever reason. A way that we are tough as nails is that every single week we give a reason why (laughs) we should be on Phil's other show. The Amazing Race. Do you have a reason for us? I do. This week, what I'm going to say is one more reason why we should be on The Amazing Race is that we are creative people. Hmm. Creativity is broad, as we all know, but creative can lead to many things, such as 
creative solutions, creative, you know, problem solving Mm -hmm. in the midst of these challenges we're going to be presented with, whether that be like the actual detour or roadblock, we can find a creative way to get through it, whatever's going to work best for us and our brains. Mm -hmm. We'll be creative in our strategy and how we connect with people. We'll be creative in how we choose flights if that's, you know, a given situation. Yes. And we just have creative experience. I work in a creative field, so I have to exercise my creative muscles every day. You are very creative in your personal life specifically because you are into art and have made me very great (laughs) gifts over the years um, that I love and that have (laughs) your touch. You know, it's like I know Anna made this. And they're always thoughtful. So, yeah, I just feel like we bring different elements to the table as far as creativity goes. And that is going to aid us in, you know, as we navigate our paths on the race. Fantastic. Thank you. Fantastic. (laughs) Another adjective inserted here. (laughs) I love it. We are very creative people. In many different ways, yes. which is good. Exactly. And I mean, we do a podcast every week. We got to be good. Yeah. Look, we have to be creative when we come up with these reasons. That Oh, my <laughs> okay. gosh. Yeah, that in itself, you know, the longer we keep going, the more <laughs> that creativity <laughs> muscle is going to be like very mm-hmm. strained. <laughs> yes. Y'all are witnessing creativity <laughs> at its finest right here. Yes. Every episode, we're like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens when you're committed to a segment. You got to pull something. It's out, true. You know, mm-hmm. we'll make it happen. That's it for this reason why we should be on the race. So, cast us. Kalana is creative. Hashtag creative Kalana. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love a good alliteration. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm excited for whatever you're going to educate me and our listeners on today. Yeah. So, Like we talked about, I guess, two episodes now, this is part two of my audio drama series. I sound so, like, cool, but I'm not. (laughs) Part two. (laughs) Part two of the audio dramas. Yes. So if you haven't listened to the first part of the audio drama episode, that's okay. You can listen to this one. And if you like it, you can go back and listen to part one. That's right. Nothing will be spoiled, I don't think. (laughs) (laughs) This is a spoil-free episode, I will say. Yeah, so an audio drama, like I mentioned in the first episode, or part one first episode, I should say, is kind of a term I guess is used by like the average person. I've read it (laughs) places, so that's a good idea. But (laughs) (laughs) then it must be right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's kind of uh, from what I've read, it's it's a genre in some cases of uh, podcasting or audiobooks or anything like that where you are listening to something and whatever content it is it has extra elements to kind of reinforce the environment that it's trying to create in your brain so I feel like it just brings out all the imagination even more of like whatever you're listening to the first part one episode I talked about blockbuster which is a nonfiction series, which has a lot of sound design and composed music and all that, like I mentioned. Well, this episode, I'm going to talk about three. (laughs) 
Woo! Three different ones. <laughs> um, just very briefly, like I said, I'm not going to give away any spoilers. So it'll be pretty short. I'm going to give you the plot of what it is and just some fun mm-hmm. facts that I feel like if you're interested, it'll kind of pique your interest more. Maybe to listen. Yeah. So the first one is, of course, a Wondery produced podcast. Shocker there. Yeah, we love it. <laughs> yeah. Gotta love Wondery. We are some of the the biggest fans. Mm-hmm. It is called Blood Ties. Have you heard of that? I have not listened to it, but I have definitely seen that like in the podcast app. Okay. You know, I probably got an ad for it like in another Wondery podcast. Oh yeah, I'm sure. It's, it's really funny because I subscribe to several Wondery podcasts and whenever a new one comes out, it's like the trailer gets downloaded on every single show that I follow <laughs> so it's like five of the same trailer and I'm like okay I get it you have a new show (laughs) I don't think I realized when I got the ad obviously I didn't pay close attention or you know really looked into it but I didn't realize it was an audio drama yes so it's very good I definitely think I don't know it's hard for me to pick my favorites but it is very good I think it's very well done you're just like anxious to know what's gonna happen next so you're lucky because the seasons are all out now so you don't have to wait you know, a week Mm. to get it like some people who like had to listen to it at the very beginning. I was not one of those people that listened at the very beginning, but I feel bad for those people. (laughs) Yeah, we're sorry for you. (laughs) Yes, we get to reap the benefits. So Blood Ties premiered in 2019. Again, it's a Wondery produced podcast. So it's available on all the podcast platforms, including Wondery Plus. This is not an ad. I'm just explaining how much I hear about Wondery Plus. So (laughs) I will say it has a star studded cast, if I may say so. Oh, the two main characters are... Eleanor and Michael Richland. They are brother and sister. Eleanor is played by Gillian Jacobs from Community. Britta from Community. Oh, Gillian. Oh, Gillian? Okay. Yeah. I I knew it was a G, but I guess I just figured it was Gillian like everyone else. (laughs) I would have always assumed that it was Gillian. (laughs) Yeah. Even though it was spelled with a G. Because don't some people spell Gillian with a G? They do. But the only reason I know this is because she was, I watched her years ago, like, while Community was still on, on a talk show, and they said Gillian, and I was like, did he just mispronounce her name? (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you have it. Yeah, and then she said, like, her parents, I think they were, like, hippie or something, so they wanted to be different. (laughs) That's different, I'll say. It is. Well, I appreciate that. You're educating me now. I appreciate that. Well, that's that's all I can contribute. (laughs) So, Gillian Jacobs, thank you, Catlin, mm-hmm. for correcting me. You're welcome. From Community. And then Josh Gad, who plays oh, wow. Olaf from Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And another noteworthy person to me, I'm sure there are other people that are noteworthy to other people, but <laughs> Dominic Monaghan. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Talk about somebody I have not thought or heard about in a while. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Dominic Monaghan is from Lord of the Rings and also from Lost. 
And, of course, many other yes. things. Yeah, so there's just some noteworthy people. Dominic Monaghan's only on season two, but Gillian Jacobs and Josh Gad are one of the two main characters on the show. Okay. Well, we like Dominic around here. We, we loved him on Lost, especially. He's one of the best characters. Charlie. Yes. We should do a rewatch of Lost <gasps> sometime. We should. That would be great. At least the first three seasons, because I think those are the best. <laughs> I agree. And honestly, if people are out there and have not watched Lost and have no interest, I think that's a great one to recap because Mm -hmm. we could tell y'all everything that happened and save you a lot of like cliffhangers or oh my gosh you know annoyances but it i i recommend watching it if you're interested at all because it yeah i was like invested for sure oh my gosh that was such a time (laughs) period in our lives like literally every gift we gave each other was lost themed (laughs) every conversation we had at least talked about lost for like 30 minutes yeah yes a lost quote would be involved Mm -hmm. i mean (laughs) Yes. So I I think that's a great idea. To prove that point of how into it we were, I photoshopped Anna and Dominic Monaghan into a photo together. And that was your profile picture on Facebook for quite a while. Yeah. (laughs) That was a very proud moment in my life. And then I started dating somebody and I was like, well, I guess I should probably take this off. I know. (laughs) Bummer. (laughs) I got to move on from this guy. (laughs) But Steven is a very big Lord of the Rings fan. So he was not offended. Yeah, he would probably support it, even if you put it up there now. Yeah, and honestly, (laughs) he was like, well, I'm glad it wasn't Viggo Mortensen or Orlando Bloom. So he was like, I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to be basic around here. You know what? You know, we appreciate all the characters. We had the Orlando Bloom pillowcase and poster (laughs) covered. Mm -hmm. So let's spread the love on Facebook. Exactly. I love it. (laughs) Anyways, back to... Back to our regularly scheduled programming, which is Blood Ties, which has nothing to do with any of this other stuff. Actually, it does, weirdly, now that I say that. So the main characters, like I said, are Eleanor and Michael Richland, brother and sister. They find out that their parents have vanished and no one can find their plane. <gasps> oh so, my gosh. It is kind of similar okay. to Lost. So good transition. Look there. at us. <laughs> and you didn't even know it. We, we're just professionals <laughs> over here. Consider us pros. <laughs> yeah. So it's actually shortly before Christmas. They're going to have Christmas vacation in the Caribbean. And they get a phone call that their dad's plane has vanished. And they don't know where it is. They don't know where their dad or their mom is. And it takes a lot of twists and turns like so much happens I can't even like explain (laughs) what all happens sounds like lost yes well thankfully I feel like everything is tied up in a clean bow lost I feel like is not no shade but that is a that's a complaint we'll get into that we'll get into that in the lost episode (laughs) yes in the future (laughs) yeah it has a lot of twists and turns it has family scandals a lot of secrets that are unveiled just a very good like you find out so much about these people and you get really invested, which is good. I will say it's unlike any of the other Wondery shows that I've listened to because mm-hmm. I think almost all of the Wondery shows that I listen to are nonfiction. Yeah. And this is fiction. However, I feel like everything is so great about this. Like the storytelling's great. All of it's just fantastic that I honestly thought it was real. 
<laughs> because yeah. I thought it was kind of like Blockbuster where it's like interactive storytelling of a true story. So they talk about Eleanor and Michael Richland's father, the guy who vanished in the plane, is Dr. Peter Richland. And Eleanor talks about how he was like a very famous heart surgeon and he wrote all of these books and was like very popular and all this kind of stuff. I guess kind of like, you know, the modern day doctors that we have today that are on TV and like give talks and stuff like that. And I was Mm -hmm. like, did I miss that somewhere? Like, is he like actually a famous and like, is this a book that he actually (laughs) wrote? So I don't know if it was the first episode or the second episode, but I was like, is this real? Is it not? And, you know, Uh, I was like, you know, I've listened to all the other Wondery shows and they've all been real. So I Googled Dr. Peter Richland (laughs) and there were so many other people who asked the same question. And I was like, yes, I'm not the only one because he is fake. He is not a real person. (laughs) You feel validated. I do. I was like, well, I mean, obviously it's a, it's evident that they did a good job because me and several other thousand people Googled it wondering like, should (laughs) I know who this guy is? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So there you have it. Yeah. So like with the other audio dramas, it has great sound design and has a lot of environmental sounds that you'll hear along with it. From what I recall, the first episode is almost like... Eleanor Richland is telling you what's about to happen because she's she's Mm. speaking to you kind of as an audience member I guess it's super good and I I did read that it has the same sound designer as two other Wondery podcasts Dr. Death and Dirty John if you enjoyed the sound design in those then you will enjoy the sound design in this one yeah yeah his name is Jeff Schmidt so cred to Jeff Schmidt for creating some great environmentals and making the story even better because I think that Dirty John was my first Wondery podcast. That might be the case for me too. Because you were the one who told me about Dirty John. That And that is an older one at this point. So mm-hmm. yeah. So Blood Ties has two seasons. The episodes are about 20 minutes. Super easy to listen to. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. Super easy to just like binge it now. And yeah, I feel like you will be on the edge of your seat the entire time because I certainly was. You know it's a good series when you stop listening to your other podcasts and you are just listening to this one because you want to know what happens. And that's what happened to me. (laughs) That's true. That shows how into it you were. Yeah. So that one was really great. That is a podcast series. Again, Wondery available on all of your podcast platforms. Pretty easy to binge. Very good. Next is... An Audible original, which was a six-part series. It's called Cut and Run, a lighthearted dark comedy. (laughs) Oh, love that. So it was released in 2020. And like I've mentioned before, Callan gave me an Audible subscription for my birthday and it was the best. And so this one was actually free to Audible listeners. And so I was like, meh. Why not? That's usually what I <laughs> I do for Audible Originals. It's like, okay. This one was, again, very different, but it has similar audio drama aspects, which make it fun. The plot is cuckoo, okay? Mm, okay. So you have best friends who steal kidneys. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that is so specific. (laughs) I know. 
So your two main characters are Samantha and Abe, who are best friends. And they <laughs> they say that they steal kidneys for a good cause because oh. Samantha is a bit of a flirt and she has an ability to kind of like lure men who are <laughs> thirsty and uh-huh. <laughs> they try to find people who are dishonest so usually mm. like adulterers or oh, okay. people they deem as like you know not the greatest people to be around people who don't deserve kidneys <laughs> apparently not <laughs> But, you know, they say, they're like, we only take one kidney, so they're fine. Oh, okay, Um, yeah. And they basically, like, drug the person and Mm. take the kidney. (laughs) (laughs) And they actually use the kidney to fund medical research. Oh. (laughs) Yes, because Samantha's best friend, Abe, is a doctor who is trying to find a cure for diabetes and he mm. needs funds in order f- to fund his research. So okay. that's kind of their reasoning for stealing dishonest people's kidneys and being like, you're fine with your one kidney. <laughs> yeah. So it is, again, like the story says, it's a dark comedy because you're literally assaulting people. But it is very funny. Again, I'm not going to give away any spoilers. But it is very silly and the mm-hmm. circumstance that happens is just, like, ridiculous. So, <laughs> it's very fun. Again, it has a very fun cast. It is narrated by Meg Ryan. Oh, wow. Um, Big, you've got mail. Sorry, I cannot think of it for a second. <laughs> I had, like, a lagging moment. <sighs> Obviously, I'm a huge fan. I couldn't even think of it. Anyways, I am a big, you've got mail fan. <laughs> Sorry, I did it again. <laughs> I got distracted. You've got mail. That great movie <laughs> with Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks. <laughs> Woo. Anyways. I thought you were trying to go with Big, the Tom Hanks movie. And I couldn't remember if she was in that or not. Oh. So I don't I've never seen Big actually. Yeah, I don't know. You've got mail is the only thing you need to see. So Yeah. It's good. Yeah. So <laughs> she narrates the story. I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name right, but Darcy Carden and Sam Richardson and Rachel Bloom are a few of the main characters. Again, like I said, it's similar to the audio drama where it has the voice actors for different characters and it's different from Blood Ties podcast mainly in the format because it's a podcast versus a audible series. And I guess that's kind of the only difference because it doesn't feel like they're reading a story to you. It's more like they're acting out something. Yeah. But kind of like Blood Ties, it's very intriguing, hilarious. Blood Ties is not hilarious, but (laughs) Cut and Run (laughs) is very hilarious and just has like ridiculous circumstances. It just kind of brings you in, you're in the environment and you're like, wow, I'm about to steal this guy's kidney for my friend. (laughs) (laughs) what a true friend i know that's what i'm saying i'm like wow you found a good friend in samantha there's not many people that would do that so the third and final series that i want to talk about is called imagined life which again shocker (gasps) 
It's a Wondery podcast. I knew it. I've heard an ad for that too. <laughs> have you listened to that one? No, I have not. Okay. I have been a pretty loyal listener to Imagine Life. It has five seasons now and oh, wow. it premiered in 2018. And you mainly have two hosts, but, but like alternate episodes, Virginia Madsen and Robbie Damond. And this is the kind of series where it does have some of the sound design, but your host is the only voice that you hear. So they changed the, you know, their tone of voice for their different characters, but they're all, it's, they're playing all the the people, if that makes sense. So a little bit different than the others, but it's very unique because the series is formatted where they're speaking in you, like verbiage and like language. Second person, I guess. Second person, yeah. So, yeah they're trying to make it to where you are that person and they they never tell you the name of the person because kind of the object of the podcast is that you're trying to guess who it is that they're talking about and it's a famous person it doesn't have to be like an actor or musician like it's been like historical figures and other just general famous people doesn't have to be Mm -hmm. a certain area but yeah so they speak in that kind of language so I think also it kind of like kind of changes how you're interpreting the story because you kind of envision yourself in that position, whatever it may be. So it's kind of like you awake in your apartment in New York City and you are about to go to work as a barista and, you know, so it's just kind of yeah. like, it's almost, almost feels kind of like a dream, maybe, where you like, mm-hmm. you feel like you're that mm-hmm. person. Yeah, that's cool. You get to kind of be in their footsteps. So they talk about that and kind of whatever happens, like what major events maybe happened, either success or sad times that have happened, just like iconic events, maybe that sometimes will lead you to think one person and maybe it makes you think of another person. By the end of the episode, you find out who they're talking about. So it's, it's fun. Usually... I mean, there are definitely some people where like, I've gone through the whole episode thinking that it's one person. And then we get to the end and they're like, your name is blank. And I'm like, oh, that's not who I thought it was. But then there have been other times where usually once you get to like the last like two minutes of this of the podcast, you know, they're talking about maybe their most iconic song or whatever event really like sparked their fame, I guess, or notoriety is maybe a better way to say it. And sometimes they do have like audio clips from people maybe like talking about their life or talking about their challenges that they've been through and their levels of success, that kind of stuff. So it's really fun. A lot of their podcasts have some type of explicit content. They usually tell you at the beginning if there's some type of trigger warning, I guess is what you could say. So that that can be helpful for a lot of people to know that up front. But they also have family episodes. So their normal episodes are probably like 40 to 50 minutes. And those are, you know, they have explicit content and stuff like that. But the family episodes are shorter, about like 15 or 20 minutes. And they're a little more lighthearted, I guess. And probably somebody that like kids are more likely to know who they are. So it's kind of like a family edition to where your kids can play along trying to figure out who the person is. Yeah. So, so each episode is a different person. Yes. Not like a season. 
Okay, yeah, right. very yeah. Cool. So that's that's fun too because especially if you like don't really care about one person, then you can just move on to the next episode. Yeah, exactly. It yeah. keeps it fresh every time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I will say, when I first listened to it, I was like, okay, so is Virginia Madsen going to be all of the people who are female, and Robbie Robbie Damon is all of the male characters? But that is not the case. I will say that. (laughs) I will give you that hint ahead of time. That is not a clue. Yeah, just a super fun type of storytelling and something really different. I like it. All of those sound very fun. Yeah, just something different. And if you're looking for something to really just immerse you in a story, like sometimes I'm reading a story or listening to something and I'm just like having trouble really getting into it. I feel Mm -hmm. like these types of stories kind of add in those extra elements to really set the scene for you and really make you feel like you're in that environment. And that's included with all the extra sounds and the voice actors and sound effects and composed music like Blockbuster has. It all just kind of wraps it up to where it makes it even more of a, a big event to listen to an episode. Yeah. Well, I did want to finish my little segment here by sharing a quote from Josh Gad talking about, I mean, he's talking about Blood Ties, his podcast, but I feel like it applies to all of these audio dramas that I've talked about. Quote, I always thought it would have been so cool to live in a different time in a place where you could do a radio play where you could do something like Orson Welles did with War of the Worlds, the famous 1938 radio adaptation of H.G. Wells' novel, that made some listeners wonder if Martians were really invading Earth. I know it's not a very inspirational quote, but <laughs> I kind of I kind of had that thought too. Kind of like I mentioned in the first episode, it kind of like reminds me of hearing about how families would gather around the radio to listen to FDR speak or some type of yeah. storytelling over the radio. I remember hearing about this event in history where like millions of people were listening to War of the Worlds on the radio and did not realize that it is fiction. And so there Mm -hmm. were people who were like freaking out because they thought that aliens actually invaded Earth. And that's kind of how I felt with Blood Ties. So I was like, wow, is this real? I had no idea. Yeah, I need to (laughs) I need to Google this plane though when they see Yeah, exactly. I'm (laughs) like, did Peter Richland really die? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. But great storytelling and just really fun stuff and almost like a throwback in a way to a former way of life before TV was created. But now Mm -hmm. it's evolved and has come more like in depth and more detailed, which has made it really fun. No, I like that. And I think that's one thing that intrigues me because I don't know, I feel like everybody wants a a hint of nostalgia, even if it's like nostalgia for a time that you didn't even live in oh yeah (laughs) and so yeah I think that's cool to like kind of get to experience that like radio Mm -hmm. story feel and it's different I feel like content always finds its way in a circle almost like yeah technology improves and you know we change how we consume things and things will evolve over time but a lot of the same themes or styles will come back around mm-hmm. because people kind of miss that kind of like how maybe a modern movie that comes out now or show is bl- in black and white to kind of yeah. throw you back into an older mm-hmm. time like even how something like WandaVision you know took you through different decades and made you think of like the reruns that you've watched right. growing up mm-hmm. so 
I like that, that it's taking a similar concept, but adapting it into a new platform. I think that's kind of what keeps technology and like new types of content interesting. But at the same time, it still has you connecting to something you're already familiar with. Right. Very true. Yeah, I'm definitely intrigued. And I do have to ask, was it odd to hear Josh Gad like in a serious role (laughs) honestly I feel like his voice was so different from his Olaf voice that I really didn't even notice I mean I knew that it was him just because his voice is familiar Mm -hmm. to me just because I've seen him in like Beauty and the Beast and I don't know what else (laughs) Um, right so I feel like I mean I recognized his voice but it was not the same it was interesting because I was reading something about Because obviously he's done voice work with before, like with Olaf, but Gillian had not done something like that. And so she had to really learn how to communicate her feelings, kind of like we talked about in the first the first episode of this that we did where Mm -hmm. she kind of had to learn how to emote her voice and she's a fast Mm -hmm. speaker so she had to learn to slow down her voice which maybe Mm. I need to learn how to do that I don't know maybe I speak too slow Mm -hmm. I have no idea but (laughs) (laughs) but for him I definitely didn't find it distracting and I Mm -hmm. I feel like he when he speaks I don't register Olaf because yeah, I guess he's, okay. spe- you know, he's speaking in a different tone of voice. Yeah. And I mean, that shows that he's experienced in that world, too, yeah. that he can change his voice for each character. So, mm-hmm. no, that makes sense. I was just curious because, yeah, to me, he has such a distinctive voice. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, can I take this, you know, plot seriously <laughs> if I'm listening right. to Olaf, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but no, that, that makes sense. And that's how he's gotten to where he is, is being able to play different types of characters. So. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yes. Well, I enjoyed that. I'm very intrigued by all of the audio dramas. So I'm curious to hear what everyone else thinks and if they listen to some after this. Yeah, that would be great. If you, Callan, listen to some and you, listener, listen to some, (laughs) please let me know what you think. Again, kind of like I said with the first part episode, I feel like if you listen to like the podcast ones, if you listen to the first episode, or cut and run where you listen to uh, an audiobook. If you listen to like the first 45 minutes or so, you see if you like it, like if it kind of draws you in, just let me know what you think. Yeah, there's no harm in trying it. Exactly. And I feel like it's not too out there to where people are just like, oh, I don't like this. I'm sure there are some people yeah. who don't. Because there, you know, there are always yeah. people who like things and some people who don't like things. But yeah. I don't think it's too much of a stretch. So mm-hmm. let me know what you think. Either way. And everyone's going to be different. Everyone's going to have their preferences. But I would think if you are already a person who enjoys podcasts a lot, mm-hmm. then you would probably like an audio drama because I mean obviously our podcast style is a little more conversational but there's a lot of podcasts that I listen to that very much is a story like yeah there's not like sound effects there's not you know dramatic voices or whatever but it's a very structured story Mm -hmm. even if it is you know nonfiction. so I feel like if you're into that kind of thing it would be worth trying just to see yeah I would say so is there one that intrigues you over the others you personally okay for me personally I think the one that intrigues me the most 
based on what you said, is Blood Ties. I think that's the one, maybe because I'm already interested in a true crime thing. Yeah. A fictional story or a mystery kind of sounds entertaining. That sounds like I would be sucked in really quickly to yeah. the plot. And then, I mean, the kidney thing sounds hilarious, so I'm intrigued <laughs> by it. Also... Imagine life I'm curious about too because I, I feel like that would almost feel more like a game where I'm trying to figure it yeah. out more than just like a story. So, mm-hmm. But really all of them sound good. Blockbuster sounds good. I, I'm doing that thing <laughs> where I just name all of them. But no, uh, Blood Ties really is, I think, the one that's getting me the most. But while I am interested in Blockbuster because I would like to learn about those people, I think as a whole thinking about the concept of an audio drama fiction appeals to me more yeah you know Mm -hmm. it just seems like that would be very different than the podcast that I listen to so right that's maybe what I'll start with but I'll let you know cool and all the listeners out there please let me know if you listen to one or all very curious to hear and you can let me know by rating this episode on anywhere you get your podcast or you can email me or us Callum will read it as well so be aware of that (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, you can email us and you can connect with us on Instagram and also Twitter Instagram is probably our favorite place to be but we are on Twitter as well which is a fun Mm -hmm. sometimes toxic but you know that's okay (laughs) big brother's not on right now so it's okay Uh, when big brother is on everything's toxic (laughs) (laughs) even though big brother canada is on right now but i am not current we are not currently watching so anyways like i said please rate and review us if you would be so kind we would love to hear your feedback and also feel free to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes that we got coming at you in the future yeah yes Yes. And also we are on Discord as well if you want to get to know us a little bit better and also get to know our other listeners so we can all chat and give each other recommendations and all that fun stuff. And also give some, I can't think of what I'm trying to say, that tequila getting to me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That sunrise. (laughs) Sunrise, even though it's uh, 9.30 p.m. Uh, (laughs) Well, what I was thinking of was on Discord, we've had some people who, back when WandaVision was first premiering, we had different theories. That's the word I was looking for. Different theories that we were all kind of throwing out there and stuff like that. So I thought that was really fun to be able to talk to people about what all they think about these different shows that are out. And so, yeah, that's the fun stuff that happens over at Discord. So feel free to look us up and add our channel. Yes, and people have told us things that we did not know about things that we have talked about so everyone's learning yes exactly that's what it's all about we're all here we're all students of life it's beautiful yes (laughs) pop culture students (laughs) we need to teach a master class yeah maybe we need to oh my gosh yeah that'd be great that's our next that's our next move our next move yeah i love that hook us up we're ready yes Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And feel free to let your friends and family and all the people in your life know about us. We would greatly appreciate your word of mouth spread. I think it's time to sign off. All right. (laughs) How do we sign off again? (laughs) Until next time. That's it. That's it. (laughs) Well, until next time, I'm Callan. And I'm Anna. It's time for you to punch out.